This is To The Point with Marcus Amick, where we cut through all the noise to discuss the things that matter most driving the world of automotive sales. Let's get to it. This week, in celebration of Women's History Month, we decided to venture off the beaten path of automotive sales on To The Point, both figuratively and literally. Our guest for this podcast episode is Emily Miller, founder of the Rebel Rally, the first women's off-road navigation rally of its kind in the U.S., an event that is also centered on celebrating the power and tenacity of women. Hi, Emily. Thank you for joining us on To The Point. All right. Hey, thanks for having me. You know what? Let me start by saying it is such a pleasure to to have you on. I mean, you have built quite a following, not only in the automotive world, but outside of the world in terms of, of, you know, what you have been doing to empower women in this really unique way. Yeah, I mean, it's... um... I didn't really realize that was happening. I'm just doing what I'm doing. Wow, wow. Well, that's great, great. So, so so tell me this, Emily. How did you how did you first develop sort of this and I I I think I would typically start this this by saying how did you first develop a passion for cars? But I think for you it might be more off-roading, right? Than just cars in general. Well, I I think it started with cars. And okay. the obviously um you know, I am extremely passionate about cars, but I'm also passionate about other other things that, you know, are transportation based. I love, you know, I love skiing. I love snowboarding. I love cycling. Um, and I believe that all these things are these incredible tools that are basically beautiful, functional design. And my father was an architect and an absolute lover of cars. And he definitely developed my passion for um, loving cars. And I remember, you know, when I was a kid, I would sit around with him and, you know, read these automotive magazines when I was little, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old. We'd sit around the fireplace and I'd read Road and Track and Car and Driver and, you know, love these cars. And dad would take me to car shows. In fact, I, my father passed away a couple of years ago. And I was just cleaning out their home and I found these stacks of these old automobile magazines from the 60s and it was, you know, in 70s and it just brought back wow. such great memories. And so, you know, I definitely have always loved cars, but the thing that um, I was pretty fortunate that I developed my love of off-roading from a gentleman who was a my main mentor, which was Rod Hall. And yes. he was a legend in the off-road world and the off-road racing world. And I came from a skiing cycling background and I got the opportunity to drive for Rod. And some of it came from, I have this um, kind of crazy work ethic, but also um, this love of line picking sports and honestly off-road it's line, it's a line picking sport, you know, instead of just putting two skis or a snowboard in a line or my, my you know, two, two bike tires, you know, on, on a right. track, it's putting four wheels of a vehicle. And so I really connected with it. Um, and he, you know, through his eyes and his experience and his teaching really built that love for me. Well, I mean, it was total natural, you know, right. 
Wow, that's interesting. I, I've, I've never thought of it from that perspective, but it absolutely, it absolutely makes sense. You know, it, it's. I, I think one of the things that really makes you know what what you are doing very unique is how you have used that in creating these these amazing opportunities for women in the space. Can you talk about that and what drives, like how did that part of it come about? Yeah, well, it came about in, in the sense that when I was racing, there were very few women racing, period. Um, I was one of the only, I'd go to races, I was one of the only women um, or only maybe one or two women who would be actually in the driver's seat. And I was also a coach. So Rod and I ran a program um, training off-road driving and t- about tires, et cetera. And we, you know, did all these classes. We do, you know, 20, 25 uh, coaching programs a year and women would be invited and they'd have the opportunity to come to these programs. And I would talk to the, you know, management teams and they'd say, well, they're invited, but they're not coming. And I remember, I think for two or three years straight, we didn't have a single woman take up this opportunity for free training and it would help them in their jobs because it was in automotive. And that really surprised me. And um, then we started seeing a few women starting to come in. And at that point, I realized that we needed to do something specifically for women because I could see the way that women would learn. They're great. Women are great at being coached and they're great drivers. They're great navigators. Um, they like being coached. They succeed from good coaching. And so I realized that um, some women-specific programs would really be beneficial. So we tried a few, and they were. And that um, learning environment, very encouraging, not super um, competitive amongst each other, but competitive with yourself, that really um, that really made a difference. And so uh, the, the other thing that I have to say is Rod was really supportive of it because he saw the same thing happening. He saw, you know, women in a two day training kind of stand in the background for the first day, not say much, be a little more nervous. And then the second day behind the wheel, they would just do such a great job and come to life. But too bad they kind of lost that first day. Uh, right. And, and so, you know, with like the rebel rally, what, what I realized too, um, we have so many men that want to compete in it. And if we opened it up to everyone, we'd have the same situation, which is where it would fill up really quickly. And then we might have one or two teams of women and we wouldn't give them that, uh, competition where they can really like, uh, push their skills. When did you start actually start the, the rebel rally? Yeah, I started it. It's it started. It, it launched. Um, was announced in 2015. Our first rally was 2016, and now we're going into our seventh rally in October. Wow! And you typically have like for for the for the last one, how many how many participants were there in the rally? We had 52 teams. We were um, okay. we capped it at 50 teams. This year we're capped at 60 teams. Um, we are sold out. We do have a waiting list. And um, it's pretty exciting uh, because t- 
to just see the enthusiasm and the drive to be able to get there now to the rebel. And we've capped the number of entries because we want a great experience on the course. You know, I want it. It's a navigation rally. So I want people to feel lost and not just surrounded by other cars. And yeah, pretty fun to see it. You know, our seventh year in sold out and people and people working uh, at building those skills. So when they do get to the rebel, um, they're ready. In fact, tonight we're having a how to rebel virtual seminar and we have almost a hundred people registered and those are wow. future competitors trying to learn more about how they can prepare. Wow. You know, that, that brings up another interesting point is that the event has really turned into this, this really huge opportunity and a unique way for, for auto makers to connect with women buyers. What do you think the fact that it has, and I don't imagine it was intentionally, but it has become that to a large extent or, or part of, I guess, of, of, of what it represents in the space. What do you think that says about how, how brands, auto brands might be missing the mark when it comes to connecting to women buyers? Well, I, I think they're getting better. I really do. And I, I've seen a lot of improvement. Uh, we did design the Rebel as a specific proving ground for stock manufactured vehicles. Okay. You know, I think everybody, you know, regardless of, of gender, gender identity, I think people kind of have that dream of being a race car driver. And, you know, you kind of think about it, you know, we all drive cars. Right. And granted, the Rebel is not a race for speed, but I wanted a platform for stock manufactured vehicles. And that was really important that we did that because not everybody can or wants to support a race car. Um, They're expensive. They're temperamental. It's a lot of work. And the vehicles that we already have are so capable. And I think what has been very encouraging to me is that I think the automakers love the fact that it is a women's event. It definitely speaks to the women that want to use the vehicles that they purchase. They want capable vehicles. But what I I love about it is that they have really been supportive from the standpoint of it's just a great place to showcase their vehicles. And they believe that the, the, our competitors are the ones that they want driving their vehicles. And I don't feel like it's just a check the box of, oh, there's our women's event. Let's just check the box. Okay, we've done it. See how we support women. I get to work with the manufacturers and I can feel it from them of um, how excited that they are that their vehicles are in the rebel. And I would say that that's a change Um, and a really positive, I think a really positive trend. Hopefully not a a trend, you know? Right. So when you say, when you say it's a change, you're meaning a change from, from how they have operated perhaps in the past? Yeah. You know, like, gosh, I've been to, (laughs) I've been to automotive trade shows, you know, and only, you know, maybe seven or eight years ago, you had um, body painted, you know, models um, walking around trade show floors and and there has definitely been a change in that mentality. 
And I also believe that instead of feeling, um, they see women as their buyers, not just, you know, people riding in their cars. And I've been able, fortunately I've been in it long enough to be able to kind of have my finger on the pulse of the change in the attitude. You know, I can say that I have truly seen a change for the positive. Wow. But I, but there's still more work to be done. Right, right. Well, you know, I think uh, we have time for one more question. And I, I am just curious. You're in, you have had these amazing adventures. Um, is there one one adventure that you still have not crossed off your bucket list? Ooh, there's a couple of them. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, I, when I stopped racing um, and I, and I turned toward focusing all my energy and resources to building the rebel, um, you know, I had really planned to uh, do the FIA world championships and cross country rally with the ultimate goal to use that as a chance to train for Dakar. And, you know, I wouldn't just blindly go into Dakar at this point, but yeah, I still just have a a love for that um, rally. But another one that I, one that I've wanted to do is um, to to just take time off and take a sabbatical. And the, there's quite this crazy adventure, which is this, um, rally across it's a kind of a long distance self-supported rally across mongolia and i've really wanted to hit mongolia um i've been very fortunate i've gotten to see some amazing places around the world from behind the windshield but that that's one that um is still on the list and 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 doing it in a way that is stress-free you know it's um not as intense and I can really enjoy learning the culture and the history and the people of a really special place off-road. Well, you know what? I am willing to bet, Emily, that, that you are going to conquer that, <laughs> that adventure and put it uh, on and end it from your, your bucket list there. You know what? I want to, I want to th- thank you again for, you know, just, you know, for for doing something that that really builds on the passion of passion for automotive, rather in a really unique and exciting way um, for women, and I think for men that enjoy seeing you and your team do the work that you do. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And you know, hats off to the men they who've been such our supporters and really believed in the rebel and you know, 60% of our audience are men and they really cheer us on um, and very, very positive uh, about it. So um, I'm just super appreciative to the whole community and the automotive community for embracing it. It's been, it's been a wild ride. Oh, and you know what? I can only imagine it's only going to get a little wilder (laughs) moving forward. (laughs) Well, thanks again. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Now, back to the noise. Okay.